Our reading is taken from Luke chapter 14, verses 15 to 24, and can be found on page 1048 in the Bibles in front of you. The parable of the great banquet. When one of those at the table with him heard this, he said to Jesus, Blessed is the man who will eat at the feast in the kingdom of God. And Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, everything is now ready. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I've just bought a field and I must go and see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five yoke of oxen and I'm on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. Still another said, I have just got married so I can't come. The servant came back and reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant Go out quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and bring in the poor and the crippled and the blind and the lame. Sir, the servant said, what you ordered has been done, but there is still room. Then the master told his servant, Go out to the roads and country lanes and make them come in so that my house will be full. I tell you, Not one of those men who were invited will get a taste of my banquet. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning and a special hello if you're listening to me online. I wish to make a confession before I start. Uh, I'm a chocoholic. And my wife Jacqueline keeps the emergency supplies of chocolate in the larder, right at the back. So when I'm in need, I dive in and it's wonderful. I don't say anything about it, but she always knows I've been in there. <laughs> the other day I was in Bridge North, wonderful place, and I found a shop selling ice cream. Real ice cream, if you know what I mean. And I had to choose my three flavours. Always a difficult decision, that, isn't it? And I thought carefully, deliberated, and then I made up my mind. I said, I'll have chocolate, chocolate, and, you guessed it, chocolate. (laughs) Please don't try and help me because I don't want to be cured. We chocoholics are a breed apart, which is why you have Alcoholics Anonymous, but you don't have Chocoholics Anonymous. Have you noticed that? Because nobody would want to join. Anyway, with that in mind, I'm going to leave some chocolates here at the front. Please come and help yourselves. I'll put them down here. I'm sure you all know the parable in the reading. A man plans a banquet and he invites lots of guests and they find excuses 
not to go. And so he sends out another batch of invitations to make sure the function can go ahead. And as Jesus was telling this story when he himself was invited out to the house of a Pharisee, remember they were a very strict Jewish sect, um, as he was there we can fairly assume that those present would see the banquet as heaven to which Jews were invited. But as they rejected the invitation, everybody else, that is the Gentiles, the non-Jews, were invited instead. Their excuses for not showing up to the banquet were laughable, weren't they? One wanted to see a field he'd bought. Another wanted to try out some oxen. And yet another used his wife as an excuse. Yes, some of you are men smiling at that one. In the 21st century UK, the excuses could well be away on business, family commitments, I'm double booked. It's true, isn't it, that the Pharisees get bad press. But they were God-fearing folk who tried to lead good lives, pleasing to God by doing the right things, obeying God's laws as literally as they could. We're not like the Pharisees. Or are we? I wonder. They put on a pretty good show. They went through all the motions and we can, be, we can do that as well. We can sing all the hymns, play the game. And people think we're very holy, God-fearing, true pillars of the church. But our heart is not in it. We've got plenty of excuses. A busy workload. Family commitments. That's always a winning line, isn't it? We've got a lot on at present. We're feeling under pressure. Life is getting on top of us. We're feeling tired. But we've lost our way. I wonder, is that true of you? Is that true of me? We have a choice as to whether we accept the invitation to be part of God's plan, to love and follow him, and in the end, be with him in heaven. But we have to respond to that invitation which is why my talk is entitled RSVP. Is there anybody here under 10? Who could, anybody under 10 could tell me what this means? Does anybody know? Répondez s'il vous plaît. Yes, it does. It means reply, please. And you'd have that on an invitation. In the same way, you had a choice as to whether you came and took the chocolates. It's interesting, I was preaching at the nine o'clock, nobody came forward. <laughs> Here, there's a fair sprinkling of people who've come. But I wonder why some of you didn't come. Some of you did, and that's fine, you're welcome, they're still there. I wonder why some of you didn't. I, I looked online to try and see the best way to turn down an invitation. And I found a blog there of people giving their uh, excuses, how, how they would excuse themselves if they didn't, if they couldn't go to a function. This is what they said. 
some of the more popular answers. No need for made-up excuses. Simply thank them for the invite, but say you won't be able to attend. Wish them well and hope their party is a success. Another one. Just say no, and please say it within the RSVP time frame the host provided. I think the vague, I've already got plans line is the best. That covers everything. I like this bit, including plans to just stay at home and chill. <laughs> but somebody else said, just say no. I wonder, would some of you like to, to say, not those of you who came and had a chocolate, but those of you who didn't, would you like to uh, possibly, as the microphone comes round, say why you didn't come forward and have a chocolate? Andrew. We were being very polite and we thought we should come at the end of your talk. <laughs> Any others? Some lady, possibly. Chocolate gives me terrible guitar, and it's particularly bad this morning. <laughs> Anybody else like to say why they didn't? I'm a chocoholic, and there'd be none left for anybody else. <laughs> An honest man, because I believe that we're all chocoholics at heart. Thank you, Martin. What's, we going to, what's he going to say? I'm quite worried about my oxen. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that wasn't one I was expecting. Thank you, Martin. Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote down some possible excuses here. Um, I thought somebody would say, um, I didn't think you were serious. Uh, I thought somebody, if they were honest, would say, I couldn't be bothered. Uh, somebody would be on a diet. <laughs> Uh, and somebody would say they didn't like chocolate. And, of course, we never believe anybody when they say that, do we? Actually, I was expecting that the children would be more inclined to accept the offer of free chocolates, which reminds us that Jesus said that unless you change and become like little children, you'll never enter the kingdom of heaven. And I understand not, not to mean that we must become babyish, rather that we need to develop that simple trust which children seem to have. And I wonder, do we have that simple trust in God? On a more serious level, what excuses do we have? Which, what do we use for not wanting to follow God more closely or having God in our life at all? Going back to the chocolate theme, I've got a fridge magnet here, one of my favourites. And it says, chocolate is proof that God wants us to be happy. I like that, and I know it's true. But God sent his son Jesus to die for us so that we could be happy in a really deep way forever, both now and in the future. A-S-A-P. We don't have anybody under 10, do we? <laughs> what does that mean? As soon as possible. Absolutely right. As soon as possible. Because when Jesus calls us, he's not saying, come when you feel like it or when you're ready. He's saying, come now. So, how do we respond to God's invitation? 
as the title of my talk says, RSVP. A-S-A-P. Amen.